Going away to Panama City, Panama City, to see my dad. <laughs> to see my dad. <laughs> Literally. It's- On an island in the sun. It's week two of Heat Wave Fun, and it makes me feel so fine. I think I'm going insane. Hello, welcome to episode 106 of the Unusual Suspects podcast. Welcome to week two of the Heat Wave as a recording. You've already been through it. Uh, They're probably going to the next one. There's supposed to be another one, isn't there? It seems like it's every month at the moment. It will never end. We'll be in fucking December. Climate change! Yeah! Yeah! Doesn't exist, mate. We're gonna die. Explain. That's what the people in charge say. No climate change, no problems. And that's why I vote Tory. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving. That's not true, is it? Well, I certainly didn't. Sounds like Dan did. I don't know. He Um, looks like one. Pardon me. Ooh, it's that blazer with the elbow patches. You got to take that yeah. shit off. Gone is the yellow jacket. Now it's you, a polo now shirt. You've got it's the like geography a golf teacher. Top. I mean, that is kind of Tory wearing a golf top. Yeah. Really. You don't even yeah. play golf. No, but it, I, I do you play to wee golf like in your golf polo? Yeah, because because everything revolves around video games for me. Because of course it does. Like it does. I don't play real sport. Yeah. No, I agree. Everything Tell me the last real sport that you played. American football. When was that? When was that, Andy? <laughs> that was at least two years ago. What two was the last ago. video game that you played, Dan? Uh, Stray. And when? Oh, you were going to live stream it. I want to see it. And when was that? No, no. Uh, last week. There you go. Mm. Will you play it so I can watch if you're not going to live stream it? I think we're... We'd we'd live stream it just for know, me. We're halfway through it. Uh, yeah, sure, Pat. Why not? I don't know. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll see. Um... Hi everyone. Hi, hi everyone. Welcome, welcome in. Come on in. It's a beautiful day in the neighbourhood. I'm joined by <coughs> Andy. <coughs> Hello. Sorry, didn't mean to cough. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> so it's to clear my throat. And Penny. Hello. So um, yeah, you you weren't here last week. No, I'm uh, really replaced by the lovely cat. Really mm, upset by Mister. She is lovely. Like genuinely. <laughs> genuinely spot on job yeah Mm. i am very appreciative um but i am a little bitter that i had to sorry mum if you listen to this one i'm a bit bummed out that i missed it but they had a lovely anniversary and we had a nice dinner so it's fine (laughs) i um i actually have a message from kat last week when she talked about barbie and the rockers she said it was 45 minutes each yes it's actually 45 minutes in total so you can watch both films in 45 minutes well, that's great, and I don't know if Penny knows what we're talking about, but Not by yet. the time she listens to 105, she'll <laughs> <laughs> It's quite an experience, is all I'll say. Um, hmm. So, yeah, we watched your film. Uh, obviously, as time of recording, you don't know I don't know anything. What we talked about. I mean, I, I, I kind of liked it. I pretty okay. much liked it. I, I think I liked it out of more than everyone else, I think. Isn't that, yeah. You've right, always been my favorite, Dan. That's not true. Cat's my favourite. Well, you know, I aim to please, and um, I know it was. You know, it wasn't amazing. No, it's a it was, silly dated yeah. horror movie. But I feel I like it's it the was, most fun out of the seven, eight. I don't know how many there are. 
I thought it was bang average and I gave it a five. Yeah. Mm. Oh, a real average. Shame on you. Shame on you, <laughs> Andy, for giving it a five. When I God. Disgraceful. No, it's fine. Any, I just, any lower and you'd be a sicko. I just... Mm. <laughs> You've oversold it. You've oversold it. I told yeah, you. Yeah, I don't trust you now. What are you talking about? What I was about to say is that I actually I to don't trust either of you. I didn't trust you not to just shit all over it because I'm not there. And now Dan's desperately trying not to make a face. So I don't trust them either. So I bet they did shit on it. I'll find out. I, I two weeks time, three weeks I was time. On it. I give it an eight out of ten. I don't believe you. Fine, seven. I don't believe you. Okay, six. <laughs> We could keep going, but this is silly. Well, which one will you believe? I don't know. I don't believe you're, you've got a weird face on. Three? Not believing it. I don't know. You probably all shouted it. It's fine. Let's just move on. I gave it a zero. I said it was the worst film I've ever seen mm. in my life. And it's about time someone brought one of Penny's films down a peg, gave it a zero. <laughs> when she wasn't here. <laughs> I love that you're, yeah, that's what I mean. I was. I couldn't trust you guys to be professional and actually rate it on how you thought about it and not shitting over it just because I wasn't there. And you were feeling is, like big brave boys. This is outrageous. More Dan than you. I've said many times. Oh, okay, that's fine then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> only a when it bit does more. come out, I do hope you enjoy our mm. reaction to it. That's all. That's all I'll say. But you know, only, just, just be aware of that I try to big it up as much as I could. Only three weeks to go. <laughs> oh, fucking three hell. weeks ago, as time of recording. <laughs> I mean, I could um, find the files, but I, yeah, effort. Are you really going to be that no, fucking, no, like, I'm not. go into the files unedited <laughs> and sync them no, up yourself? No. Okay. You could edit it while you're doing that if you wanted. I can't. I'm still editing 104 sausages. I'm editing it, which says a lot. I could, I could like, put in things that, uh, like, censor things that you could, she doesn't hear. You could change your score down to a three or something. I, I could change it from so a professional. one to a zero. So professional. Yeah. Have to put what what have you been watching, Penny, while you've been away on your merry trips, please? I didn't watch anything while I was away. I watched it all in the <laughs> week that I was back. Spoil the illusion, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy on the beach and in the sun. So I didn't watch nothing. Um but that's a lie. I watched Solar Opposites on the Plane, which is a cartoon on Disney Plus created by Justin Roiland, who is in Rick and Morty, and it's about a bunch of aliens that live on Earth, and it's really fucking good. I saw him talking about this, and I was mildly intrigued. I really like it. Are you not? Are you guys not fatigued by the Rick and Morty kind of? No, because I don't really watch Rick and Morty. But I find it—it's becoming that like it's becoming very. It's so so, you know we're so used to it now that it's it's just you know boring it's but that it, kind of like improv comedy that on the spot well, feeling it's, kind of like, oh geez oh. it's set a high bar <laughs> it's set a high bar that's why people are trying to replicate it i'm more bored of shit like brickleberry what the fuck is that and paradise what the pd fuck is brickleberry? which there's like another oh, it's just kids fucking shit spin-off. no it's not oh they're, they're, in fact the complete opposite they're, they're crude to the point where i'm like this is almost unwatchable yeah. But they've got that Family Guy formulaic bullshit of like every series has to have some talking fucking animal and some horrendous arsehole. So hmm. I'm happy Solar. for more Rick and Morty stuff. Solar Opposites sounded interesting. I'd rather it's watch good. that. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's about a bunch of aliens, uh, two male aliens and two, I guess, the children aliens, but they're not really, but kind of. Um, and they their planet explodes and they get sent off to, with a little pupa, who's this little, he changes colour, but he starts off with this little yellow, like sluggy thing, and they're supposed to find a planet and terraform it. Um, and, you know, it's... it's uh, Different things happen every week, shenanigans. But there's also a really interesting through story arc, which I don't really want to spoil. No, go on. <laughs> because Dan doesn't like it. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. Uh, so I watched that on the plane. I don't know what series we're on, but I'm currently I watched the new one today. And then I spent two evenings watching The Sandman, as most of Netflix did. Yes, and Andy mm, has number one in the UK. Does anyone know the source material? Because I did not. Um, I do not know Metallica. Oh, he's so funny today, isn't he? He's good. It's all that roast beef. I just saw that roast beef. I heard. Uh, how many episodes are you in, Andy? I won't. I, I think we're six in. Um, oh, you've only got like two left, I think. Yeah. So there's uh, so. You, I don't know how many things happen later on, but it feels like every episode there's a one important character and then you yeah. don't see him again. Yeah. As a um, person who has not watched it, can you give me a short synopsis? Andy? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, For fucking so, really? He's married so stuff. It's, it's based off a Neil Gaiman uh, graphic novel about... Um, Lord Morpheus, who is the king of dreams. Not the shit Jared Sorry. Leto one. Sorry, uh, Lord Morpheus? Yeah. Okay. He, is, he was I'm before Jared Leto. He is dream of wow. the endless, and he is like, he's essentially like a god, and the, the theory is that there's like six or seven gods that will never be forgotten, including like death, desire, destiny, dream, uh, and two others that I haven't met. And he in the beginning of the first episode and i'm trying to be careful he ends up losing his powers and then has to reclaim them and then resolve the issues that came from him not having them for a, a period of time see i told you andy's better at this this doesn't sound like something you would watch andy me really yeah i it's mean it's graf- magic-y well it's, it's a- graphic novel no. based and it's neil gaiman who did American Gods and Preacher? It's very serious. Oh, yeah, it's not magicy, magicy. You liked. I remember. I remember you saying you liked American Gods. So okay. Yeah, sense. but it's it's mythology as opposed to historical medieval Wands bullshit. And yeah. Magic. So I'm not opposed to. I was having this conversation with Cat. He was like, "Oh, why do you like this?" I'm like, "Why not?" <laughs> but like general mythology. It's because he loves emo boy dream, isn't it? I mean, that dude needs a good fucking meal. Yeah, he's got a jawline that won't quit. Or something. <laughs> yeah, he can cut glass. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, it's fine. It's, it's I'm enjoying it so far. Bits of it are quite dark. There's one episode that we just oh, watched. In fucking particular. hell! I sobbed my fucking eyes out at the beginning of one. Uh, it was too not, much. <laughs> not. I think sure it was six. Not. You've seen it, but I'm not going to say. It was just the the beginning where he meets his sister. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was too much yeah. for me on a on a like Wednesday afternoon when I was on my lunch break. <laughs> yeah, but there's some there's some genuinely like horrendously graphic scenes. There's mm. one episode in particular that is like 
some very serious gore, but generally it's all about the mythology of beings and the belief in humanity and stuff. So it's it's very deep. It's layered. It's a bit like Good Omens, which I also enjoyed and was also by Neil Gaiman. Get around to that one. So if you're into that sort of stuff, I would say strong recommend. But bear in mind that uh, the source material is supposed to be better. I just haven't well, got around to reading it. I Because re- I, I watched a couple of episodes and was like, what the fuck is this shit? I was like, nothing's going on. I'm not going to like this. And then I couldn't really get off the sofa and I couldn't really be bothered to put anything else on. So I stuck with it because it wasn't many episodes. And then I really liked it. And I did read on Facebook a few people being like, if you know the source material, you love it. And if you don't know the source material, the first couple of episodes, you don't know what the fuck is going on because it, mm. it kind of assumes prior knowledge that you yeah. know what's going on and it doesn't yeah and although i didn't think i didn't think that at the time but it doesn't lead you through you know like game of thrones style where they'll be like this is the starks and this is the world and this is the kingdoms and it's just in the middle and you're like just supposed to accept it so it could be a little if you get through like two episodes you're like i don't really get this maybe give it one or two more yeah. stick with it it's, it's only i think it's only eight it's not uh, it, it's it's 10 but yeah 10. Uh, and it's the same as good omens which is you you don't have to have prior it's a good omens is about it's another new game and property that was on prime and i think on bbc mm-hmm. and it's uh, who? about yeah an angel and a demon who then sort of live their lives together through time um and you don't need any prior knowledge of anything it's sort of guides you through it quite nicely without being mm. overly expositiony. The one problem I have with um Sandman is one of the characters being voiced by Patton Oswald. He just seems to be yeah. everywhere at the moment. Like I just I can't love him though. <laughs> but it is I, very off putting because he's got I, a distinct voice. And he never changes it. Like Tom <laughs> Kenny will swap his voice for each role. Yeah, but um, that's because Tom Kenny is SpongeBob and a voice actor, right? Pat Oswalt's just a dude. He's been doing so this you, for fifteen plus years, so he should be able to develop it. But uh, so but I he was, doesn't want it. You hire him because he's Pat Oswalt, like uh, Archer. What's his name? H. John Benjamin. You want you hire him for that voice? Yeah, but H. John Benjamin does numerous other voice roles in each series he's in. It's not just. A one-trick pony. He just has that very generic I, voice yeah. for the main. I don't think Pat Oswald wants to be a voice guy. I think that's it. You you hire him because he's Pat Oswald, and that's the voice you want. I don't think he's ever tried to do anything else because I don't think he needs to. I can see why it's annoying though, because everyone, not everyone, but a lot of the characters are people I didn't know, mm. like actors I didn't know. So then, when you do get an actor that you know, oh, that's cool, but he is. It it breaks it, it out. It's a weird I find one. it really distracting. But because he's was in, he's in this, he's been in um, the Modoc series. He was in the Boys. He's been in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> like all things that I've watched relatively recently. He's just having a good year. Or, I love Patton Oswalt. He's obviously in Happy. He was so he's good in, in Happy um, though. Fucking Ratatouille. And it's like every time he pops up, it just pulls me out of it. I mean, Ratatouille was a while ago. 
It was. He's allowed to have a career that spans no, time, I, Andy. I, You're not allowed to interfere in my life. I agree with you, but I just find it, I, it's starting to get tiresome. And I feel a bit shitty because I saw a tweet the other day that was like, I wish Kevin Smith and Patton Oswalt would fuck off. And I was like, oh. wow, am I just becoming one of those like grumpy Twitter pricks? But, no, because mm. you don't go on Twitter. You're just a grumpy person. Who's barely on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just want to see him push himself to do something. Better. He doesn't. Need Are you to. his agent? He doesn't need to. <laughs> Next time he turns up in something, I'm fucking turning it off. <laughs> okay. Fine. Well, I watched some documentaries. I did a Dan. Oh, that's an old meme. I haven't watched that's one right. since Cow. God. Oh, okay. I first watched the most hated man on the internet. On Netflix. I have heard of. <laughs> it yeah. is about... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. His name is not Hunter Thompson. Hunter Moore. There we go. It is about a man called Hunter Moore that started a website called isanyoneup.com, which is basically a revenge porn website. Oh, And no. he is a douchebag. Which then formed into all the famous ones, right? The celebrity ones that came out like... Didn't it like form into that because no. of him? No. I'm trying to remember. The fappening. The fappening. Mm, I don't think that was because of him because it wasn't. It was basically he started a website where you could submit other people's nude pictures to the website and it would also put their Facebook profile next to it as well. Oh, that so, is shitty. Oh. Yeah. God. That's proper grim. Yeah. So, you know, you could have gone out with a girl. And then not seen her for a year, but you still got her nudes and you could send them to Hunter and he would put them on the internet along with her Facebook account. And it was shitty. <laughs> Did it not get shut down pretty quickly? No, because it's not illegal. Oh. Um, it wasn't at the time. I'm trying not to enter spoiler territory, but there, there is the kind of loophole of the internet where um, websites are not liable for user uploaded content. So, you know, you could upload something really awful to YouTube or Facebook. Yeah. But Facebook can't get done for it because it's user uploaded content. So that was his whole, he was a fucking douchebag. He was like a proper frat boy, but he was like, well, I'm not uploading them. Like everyone he, else is. I just, it's nothing to do with me. He's like, hosting them. Is there no accountability for hosting? No, because that, that is the, that is the, I don't know if it's still the law now. Well, it kind of is because like well, we it, just said with Facebook and things, you can. It's like that, the, the Pirate Bay argument where the, the Swedish guys hosted the Pirate Bay, but everyone else put yeah. the files on there. So then they, but they ended up getting, see, arrested. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It, but, so that was kind of yeah. the loophole, but then um, turns out there was some hacking involved and that's how they got around it. But it is quite scary to think that if there wasn't any hacking, there is that kind of loophole. Yeah, that's like, not um, that's not filled me with promise or hope. You know, no, it is. Um, but this one girl, her pictures get put on the site, and she tells her mum, and her mum fucking takes him down, and she's amazing. <laughs> she's like, ain't, she's like, I ain't letting this go. We're gonna have him. So it is. Oh. It is a good story. Apparently, he has recently popped back up on Twitter. Has he? Yeah, he was going to be in the Netflix documentary um, and then apparently declined and he said it's because they wouldn't let him tell his side of the story. So oh, that old chestnut. What a that's massive like, Firefest shit in it, where they're like, yeah. oh, Firefest docks are crap because they don't let me talk about it. 
Well, this is a, such a good segue. Speaking of Firefest, I watched two documentaries on Woodstock 99. Yeah. You're welcome. Watched it last Thanks. night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched Trainwreck, Woodstock 99 on Netflix. And then immediately afterwards, I watched Woodstock 99, Peace, Love and Rage, which I think was on Sky and HBO originally. Uh What's a Woodstock, Pen? <laughs> Woodstock, Dan, was a lovely peace and love festival in the 60s in America where lots of bands got together and people got together and had a lovely time and they loved each other and they took some drugs and they had a nice time and it was great. And then they had to go bring all the frat boys around and ruin it for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Like Warped Tour, innit? Yeah, so the Netflix documentary I thought had a bit of a weird tone. I did think that too, yeah. It, it felt very anti-festivaly a little bit, you know? Like, Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna like, to preface what I'm about to say with, it was a bad festival. It was badly run. It was badly organized. It was not yeah. safe for women. It was not safe for oh, people. Yeah. It was really bad. But also, 16-year-old me would have fucking loved it, <laughs> apart from all the bad shit. <laughs> But that's the thing. I think throughout the documentary, it's kind of like the, the like especially the first step because three episodes mm -hmm. over the three days. The first one kind of goes, you know, it's that whole Netflix thing where everyone's, everyone's sitting in a room, they're reminiscing about like we're the promoters, we're the mm. that, yeah. and and it's it's like you have so many people, you know, like coming here, people. like it's bound it's bound to happen. But it's like, yeah, but then every festival was like that and it, it, i i do i kind of get what you mean like the tone is a bit weird yeah with just festivals in general because they were like oh the toilets were bad and obviously this was yeah 99 so it was 30 something years ago mm. um it was worse <laughs> yeah and you're like okay well yeah. a lot of festivals the toilets are bad and they were like um the food was expensive and you're like yeah yeah still fair so, yeah and they and like it was really fucking hot yeah, like, okay. It was really hot at trees this year. It was, can't really. Mm. Like, they were taking drugs. Yeah, yeah. like the Woodstock. water was expensive or like the water, there wasn't enough free water. and, and Four dollars a bottle, wasn't it? Yeah, water. and then like the yeah. taps and stuff either didn't work or they got contaminated and that was great. But what Netflix did was kind of gloss over the, there was a lot of rape and some death at that festival, which again, unfortunately... Does happen, does happen at other festivals too, um, but they glossed over it a little bit. It was just kind of a a bit of a mention of it, but they yeah, it just they the, the tone was just like, oh, this was really bad, and I was like, could have been worse. It, it did feel like it did feel like because they were focusing on the on the behind the scenes and the promoters and stuff. It felt like they were doing like a fire fest where they're focusing on the people who organised it a mm. bit mm. much, and they're like you know trying to revive this from 94 and 94 was a disaster but hey we're gonna do it again 99 it's like because well, the um, they did one in 94 yeah. and it was fine but it didn't mm. make any money so this one they were trying to claw it's back the all the money that they could one is yeah. um is this the one where they hired hell's angels <laughs> as security no that was uh, rolling stones in this that autumn in the 70s okay. this uh, woodstock 99 they just hired kids <laughs> they huh. they had a couple of so I watched two, obviously two documentaries and there was a different security person in each but like this guy was just like I was like 22 and I can't remember where he where they found him but they basically went or his mate was like oh they need people to sign up for security for Woodstock 
So he was like, cool. So they got there. They like, he said they did a, one of the documentaries, I don't remember which one now, they said they basically told them the answers to this test. Then they did the test. Then when they got there, they got like a laminar and a t-shirt and then they would just fuck off. Like they wouldn't actually do anything because they were like just 20. Free, yeah, free yeah. entry into festival. So the, the, I'm going to say it's HBO, but the HBO documentary seemed to be, I don't want to say a little less dramatic, but when, when, some, when I was watching it last night, when someone said, have you seen the other one? I said, no. And they said, oh, it's more accurate. They, they talked a lot about like um, the culture in the 90s and kind of a bit like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like if, you don't, like, if you don't put in enough toilets, if it's too hot and you don't give people water, like if you then put a bunch of 20-somethings that are pissed off at you on Saturday because it's hot and they're tired and there's no water and you're charging them too much money and then you put fucking Limp biscuit on, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, you know, they didn't, hire, like saying they didn't hire proper securities and, and it just felt more, um, I'm going to say factual, like a documentary rather than a Netflix documentary, yeah, which mean, is a bit more I style. Mean, that's kind of Netflix's kind of mm. thing with a lot of documentaries. Me and Andy watch a documentary called Drive to Survive, which is about the F1 season. And the last season, I think you would agree, Andy, it's mm. like there were certain storylines where we thought that has to be in there or like they went down a route that was like, why are you talking about? Yeah. Like you're making up shit like this. So. But they, they deliberately so, yeah. have to make it, they have to make it watchable. So they orchestrate things. Or yeah, I say orchestrate, yeah. they don't do it during the season, but they, they focus in on tiny details and then blow them out of proportion. Yes. And yes, like feel yeah, good exactly. things that you would expect, like the series before, uh, and this would just be for Dan and I, and maybe Brad, where George <laughs> Russell gets to drive the Mercedes and that, Come on, that whole race was all about him and there were fuck-ups and there were issues and he didn't get the win wasn't mentioned at all. it was a big, all. big story. Yeah. It was a huge story. Oh, it was a huge story for weeks. Hamilton was out with COVID, yeah. that he took the seat, and it just wasn't mentioned at all. Because it's a feel-good moment. It's not something that's going to make people... It's drama. They, that's they what want they the want. Drama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, in, the, in the HBO one, there was a guy and he was talking about, you know, because they had people that went, and he was talking like how his friend wrote a diary, and I got halfway through and I was like, we haven't seen this friend. And it doesn't sound like this is going to end well. And the guy actually got hypothermia at the festival and died because he was too hot. And they, but like the, they couldn't, they didn't have enough medical staff. And it mm. was like just completely. So if you are really interested in it, I would search out the HBO documentary Peace, Love and Rage. My favorite part of the, so on the, so they kept cramming in. Because it was run by the guy who ran the original Woodstock in the 60s. And they kept cramming in weird bits of 60s stuff. So like Willie Nelson played at one point. <laughs> and then they got Robbie Krieger from The Doors to play with Creed. And all these 20-year-old kids are like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know anything about Woodstock. Um, so, so imagine it's Sunday. You're sweaty. You're tired. You haven't had any water. You're running out of fucking money. You are... Pissed you're down off. to your last lunchable. Yeah, mm. you know you've run out of drug. You know you're you're having a great time, but you are pissed off because the festival clearly doesn't give a shit about you. 
that was the seemed to be the general consensus that everyone was like, well, they don't give a shit about us, so let's fuck shit up, basically. Mm. And the festival thought it would be a really nice idea on the Sunday to um, emulate Woodstock 69 by having a candlelight vigil against gun violence. So you're going to give all these kids candles. <laughs> and the Red Hot Chili Peppers played, and then they finished, and people started a massive fire and they sent the fire trucks and stuff, which I think in the end, I don't think the firemen wanted to go in there because there's 50,000 angry kids. But apparently the, uh, the organizers went to Anthony Kiedis before the encore and was like, you need to like calm the crowd down. You need to like help us out. And he was like, they ain't going to listen to me. They went back on stage and then they played fire by Jimi Hendrix, which I think is fucking amazing. <laughs> That's pretty good to be fair. Like literally didn't give a shit. Um, there's there's some weird um like the Sunday has Willie Nelson and Elvis Costello as well. It feels like it's like the legacy day that you get a download on the Sunday with all the vintage very, bands. They didn't really talk <coughs> either documentary. Our friend Glenn pointed out that the Netflix one didn't mention Metallica at all. And they headlined the Saturday, I think. Um but they were mentioned in the other documentary which came out last year, so don't know what that yeah, was about. Yeah, but I don't think, like, to be honest, I don't think it's about who headlined what. Like, no, really like, they mentioned chilies because of corn. the fire, and then, like, and corn, like that. that fucking corn show is incredible. That looked yeah. amazing. And then, obviously, Limp Bizkit told everybody to break stuff, so they ripped apart the sound tower. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, well, like, Alanis that, Morissette played, and Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? That's what she's saying. Kid Rock as well. And yeah. Rage Against the Machine, they're the sort of bands that are just going to incite, you know, pissed up. Oh, I'm yeah. going to say rednecks, but I don't necessarily mean rednecks. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like pissed up kids who don't give a fuck. They're just going to, they're the bands that... Hey guys, they if they wanna... fall down, you pick yourself back up again. Come on. Yeah, that didn't really that's, happen. That's how it should that, be. that didn't really happen. Nope. <laughs> that didn't really happen. Insane Clown Posse. James yeah. Brown was there? <laughs> Yeah, James Brown. Oh, yeah, the James Brown story that was glossed over really quickly as well. In, in the that he wouldn't play when, unless they gave him more money, and they went, "Well, we don't. We're not." And going he's to standing on the side of the stage, and they're like, "Fuck you!" And he just went and on because he, he didn't went want on. to disappoint. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, apart from all the the bad stuff that happened, and it really not being a safe place for women, sixteen um, year old me would have been all over that fucking shit. So, oh. yeah. Uh, I recommend that. And yeah, if you want to get really mad, that most hated man on the internet will incite some rage. But if you want nice rage, watch. Yeah, watch the Woodstock on. <laughs> mm. Different types of rage. So there you go. One is against the machine. Oh, but they've just... And the other is the band against the machine. This will be too late now, but they've just cancelled their entire tour and Leeds and Reading in two weeks' time because uh, Zach's tired. He raged too hard against Aren't the machine. Aren't we all, Zach? <laughs> Aren't we all? What a bollocks excuse. What a bollocks. You've used that excuse on this podcast like so many fucking I'm real tired. I don't get paid the amount that he does to go sure. and play a couple of songs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you travel around touring this podcast, would you just show if up one I, day to me, Penny, and go, I'm, I, guys, I'm real tired. Am I just... Yeah. When if can I we go paid, on tour? If good. I got paid the amount that he did to do maybe four hours worth of work every other day and i went sorry guys i'm tired 
I would give you full responsibility to call me out for being a prick. Well, maybe he's got <laughs> problems at home. Maybe he's got other issues. You know, you don't know. Maybe he's, you know, down to his last Lunchable. He could afford more Lunchables. Yeah. Yeah, probably could. Yeah. You could get the premium Lunchables. Right? Yeah. If they even exist. They don't. Mm. No, you just make your snack own. Snack attacks are worse. Snack attacks are like yeah, the budget are ones. They're, they're dog shit. I love a snack attack. Is that everything, <laughs> Before yeah. we go on to a food <laughs> yeah. thing, what's that everything? I'm done, I'm done. I'd rather have a snack okay. jack than a no, snack attack. Oh, I love a rice cake. Nobody loves a rice cake. People only eat them because they're on a diet. <laughs> I'd rather eat that than a fucking shit snack <laughs> Good, then I will eat all the snack attacks. Send Help your yourself. snack attacks to the unusual suspects. So, no, at P.O. Box don't. 666. Uh, fuck you, Andy. Oh, you're cool. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. This is just a tribute. I'm not ready for this. Script. Welcome back to episode two. Oh, this is not the greatest script in the world. This is just a tribute. The last time we spoke. We spoke about the glorious sci-fi epic that was Moonfall and wasn't so epic because oh, yeah. it did really, really bad. I couldn't remember what and it was about. I remember being confused. The <laughs> bees, now I'm with you. the space bees. Space bees. And uh, Halle Berry and things going wrong and uh, Earth doesn't look so bad <laughs> at the end. And I can't save the world because my ex-wife is My sad. family. Yeah. I've got family issues i got to sort out because I'm Brian and I, I've got a son who's in jail. And it was... He's probably just fucking tired. <laughs> oh, he's, he's probably tired, yeah. He's sick of it. Um, so, if people are new to this, this is films that just scripts I find in films, just in general, in films, the whole film itself, that are just something to share. They're usually bad, but they're usually quite funny. Not gonna say that word. <laughs> Sound it out. You can do it. We'll help. I am um, hilariosity. Hilariarity. Hilari- I don't think hilariosity Hilari- is so look, a word. Okay, can I get a hilarity? Gonna, uh, That's how you say it. I've got to stop music. Right, I'll stop music. Right. Like I can't speak English, so just give me a minute. <laughs> so fine. Just, I'm gonna put this down to uh, it's too warm in the office. And I've just undone my last button. I've wafted myself and I flashed you both a bit of nip. You did. did. I think pencil. And I'm going to... Dan also saw it. So I'm putting that down to your mind melting at the sight of my nip. The sight of his nip. Hey guys, what's a genre that we have not talked about on this podcast yet? I was going to say porn, but I think we probably have. We definitely have. Well, today... Oh. (laughs) No, no. Uh, no, a very, a very, a very PG uh, genre, but we rarely have dived into it for reasons that I don't think we ever would want to. No, no. I watched 2015's Dancing. It's on. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Is this like Step Up? It sounds like something Andy would fucking love. Like bring it off. That's immediately what I thought, Pen. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm not having this. What's the I other will one watch you like, Bring then? It On. Bring It On is a fantastic film. The rest in that franchise are dog shit. And of That's the step-up films that I've seen, they are all crap. It's just Bring It On. Bring It On is That's the exception. It's like Mean Girls. 
No, you said in a more general term that I would enjoy a dancing film. I Isn't there that. another one that you quite like? Like Step Up or something? No. Mean Girls. Mm. Mean Girls and Bring Not On. Not a dancing film. So, yeah. Okay, I'll take it back. Sorry. So, yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Apology accepted. I watched a film. <laughs> I watched a film that is about dancing. Uh, is that with or without the G? So oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 dancing without the G. Um with uh dancing uh was it semi fucking colon, it's on whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're even. just guessing at punctuation, aren't you? Yeah, I can't remember now. It's it, yeah. Dancing in Terrabang. <laughs> dancing it's on is from 2015. It's made by a guy called David Winters. Now David Winters, if you remember West Side Story, um, he was one of the dancers in the background of that. <laughs> Are we talking? He was one of the new bring the new fuck. I just want to say bring on all the time. Are we talking about it's you the it. original? The original. Okay. Yeah, he was in one of the gangs that did the whole clickety clack and and the spin rooney and the um the, the old spin rooney. You know, <laughs> clickety clack. I don't know dancing terms. I want to put that out there for no, I'm loving no these. These should terms. all be the the spin rooney, the clickety clack. The, the hot, twirly twirl. Hot, the hot Yeah, you know, all those classic uh, dance moves. So he basically, um, this was a passion project for him because he, he loves dancing, David Winters. He loves it so much that he wrote it, directed it, and starred in it. And so we have a Neil Breen. We, he breened it. We have a, he breened it. Um, so he wanted to make his own modern day, and bear in mind this only came out like seven years ago, modern day thing for all the kids to enjoy about the joy of dancing i've never really watched a dancing film and after today eh, i'll consider it so so basically dancing it's on i'll give you i'll set you up i'll give you the stage like it's it's pretty basic it's a lot more basic than moonfall it's not as complicated as moonfall was as moonfall was a bit all over the place i don't know if that's it's, it's a good thing or not <laughs> well, it it makes you follow the story more okay. easily, probably. But you've got your main character, Jennifer. Now, Jennifer is um, she's she's a young girl, and um, she unfortunately her parents have separated, and her mum took her dad's money, and she lives in the mansion. And I know this because <laughs> why did you say unfortunately? Very... <laughs> well, Sounds no, like I'm not having a great like, time. Well, maybe. Dad didn't want to. I don't know. I don't know the backstory. I'm not going into it. Like, she lives in a like a very very posh house. I'm talking like you have those really high wooden chairs that like on thrones that is in like the dining room and shit. Like proper. I just love that you're like it's a really posh house. It's got big chairs. Yeah. There's butlers. There's everything. It's basically your house, Pen. It's like it's very much like flat. long tables. Yeah. She. It's overboard. It's it's a bit overboard, considering. The rest of the film um but yeah her parents are split up uh, her mom it lives by herself and one day jennifer goes to her mom hey mom i'm gonna see my dad at the hotel he works in and he works in a hotel in panama city and um he owns the hotel he's he's the manager of the hotel and his name is jerry wait 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 <laughs> i was waiting for that so the mom took all the dollar but he still owns and runs a hotel. 
he i think he lives in the hotel that's he lost the house okay and it seems to be like he lives in the hotel okay. maybe that was the only asset he, he had left he still yeah. owns a hotel that's still not five star what so yeah let's say what so he's 300 dollars a night he's gonna be rolling in it I'll be honest, Andy, you're, you're pulling out a storyline thread that has no thread left on it. So I'm going to move on. That's literally all that is discussed is that she is, parents are split. It doesn't become, it doesn't become relevant until the end of the film. Mm. Okay. That's pretty much when it. When they get but back just together. Some, it's to give you some idea of where we are with the storyline. Okay. So she obviously goes to Panama City. So one thing about this film and I don't know who's editing this episode. I don't know. So I don't know how much of the music I want to put in to this. I will play you one track later for reasons. But the music in this track, in every sorry, every track in this entire film, the soundtrack itself, is the most generic pop music <laughs> I may have ever heard in my entire life. To the point where when the music plays, the lyrics are describing exactly what's happening oh, on screen. Oh, I'm in. I'm excited. Huh. Every detail of it. It's, it's, it's a bit weird. She's combing her hair and she's getting ready to go exactly. on a date. Oh, it's, yeah. it's that. It's so exactly excited. that. I will play one track because one of the tracks, when I heard one of the lyrics... I had to rewind and think. <laughs> She's doing what the clickety clack. <laughs> I'm just going to take off my movie headphones <clears throat> and put on my music sure. reviewing headphones. Uh-oh. Okay, you do that. Hit you me. do that. You're fucking professional. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so one thing you need to know about this film is that everyone breaks into a dance. Love it. Randomly, mm-hmm. right? Now, I've never really watched a dancing film. I don't know if this is a trope. I guess it mm-hmm. is in it, most dancing films, high school musical, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But it, it got to the point where I was, and I know you're going to go suspend your disbelief, Dan, for five fucking minutes. It got to the point where she would like walk down the street, look at someone, and they'll start doing the clickety clack and moving <laughs> around, and just all of a sudden go into this like, it's like they're going into some sort of, I don't know, some sort of weird physical like a spasm like, spasm yeah and and she's just smiling going huh <laughs> walks along like it's a normal thing right she just looks at someone someone fucking dances to say hello i guess i don't know <laughs> it, and then walks off it's just like a physical form of musical films it's a form and i'm taking a quote from this film it's a form of expression I can't believe you've never looked at someone and instead of saying hello, done the clickety-clack. <laughs> just, just go into bopping. <laughs> yeah, next time I see you in a few weeks' time, Jazz if that's not out. how you greet me, I'm going to be absolutely devastated. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so shame. Anyway, she goes to Panama City and of course we get the music. Going away to Panama City, Panama City, to see my dad. <laughs> to see my dad. <laughs> Literally. If, if there's one thing, if you don't want to watch the film, just listen to the fucking music. <laughs> it's just it'll tell it's you so, everything you need to know. You just yeah, it will tell you this whole storyline. You just watch it in order, uh, listen to it in order. You'll know the whole storyline. Anyway, oh, that's what so, we should have done. You should have watched it. I, mean, I should have listened to the music and see if I could work out what's going on. He's he has made a sequel to this, so maybe I'll do it with the second. Oh, let's do oh, it. Yes, please. Um, 
So Jennifer goes to the hotel. She meets her dad. And uh, while she's there, obviously everyone's fucking dancing in the lobby when she turns up. Because <laughs> that's the kind of world we live in where everyone's just suddenly fucking dancing. The fucking the 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 bellboys and the people who fucking bring the the luggage and everything like it. they're, they're all dancing, dancing on the on the yeah. thingies and you already know what yep. this yeah. is literally it's like the sweet um, life of Zach and Cody that's a real deep cut but yeah. yes you're you're right if people remember that but yes um, Jennifer meets head bellboy Danny at the hotel is he fit now Danny sorry is he cute I'll get to that. Danny is... Danny Danny seems to come off as he's going to be the cute guy that she falls okay. in love with by mm-hmm. the end of this film. But while she... This, and I, you have to remember, this is the first time she's just met him, right? The first time in the hotel lobby. And he's been all nice and stuff. But while he's in the middle of conversation, and I think this has happened to me a couple of times while I'm speaking to you two... <laughs> Her eyes suddenly wander to the background of him and she stops kind of listening to him and sees a very cute boy in the background and she stares at him, no kidding, for a full on five minutes while Danny carries on speaking and she just has, it's like she's drooling. She is absolutely in love with this guy called Ken. We've all been there, but not with a Ken. Ken is obviously in the middle of lobby, showing off with his tank top, for some reason dancing as well in front of everyone. I don't know. What sort of unprofessional hotel is this where the staff wear tank tops? He is a dishwasher. So he washes dishes. He's not bellboy. Why is he in the lobby? Get back in the kitchen. Uh, He's on his break, I think. (laughs) He was on a break, I don't know. Get back um, in the she- kitchen like he's some sort of wench <laughs> <laughs> in his tank top. But she is, she is fully like in love at that point. She's just like she loves him, and she just completely at that point. Danny's like, "Are you even listening to me?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I'm just gonna go over there, kind of thing." And we're like, I, at this point, I'm like, "Oh, Danny, that feels a bit hurtful." But either way, um, Jerry is it's the fine. <laughs> Jerry is is the dad he's the dad of jennifer and he's like oh go so good to see you how's your mom she took my fucking house and he hasn't been a very good dad to jennifer as we learn he's been he's been so caught up in the fight game as he puts it he is a professional kickboxer at the age of like i'm gonna say like 55 or something he's still kickboxing apparently and he really has to mention in this film how much of a champ he is he's always like oh I, i've just been such a i've been so focused on my career you know as a champion and <laughs> and stuff like that just put it in there i I don't really understand i think this guy is actually because you see him later where he's actually kickboxing i think he's a legit kickboxer who just decided to act in this film he is yeah. and maybe promote his career a bit oh, i'm really just i'm just him. looking up sorry i'd pick uh danny over ken she's wrong okay yes i uh, he is a professional kickboxer. Champion, he is, apparently. Okay. Former world well, he light, keep saying, yeah. light heavyweight kickboxing champion. Wow. He was in the Tekken oh. film. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, right. That's because Dan so, is all about video games. It all comes back yeah, to video yeah. games. 
Anyway, he's so caught up in the fight game that we kind of learn that that's why she's living with, with uh, her mom and not with her dad in the hotel and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, Jennifer and Ken find common ground with each other when they meet each other for the first time because they both like to dance. Dancing is my life, Ken says. I love dancing. Jennifer says, I love dancing too. Dancing's my life. It means so much to me, etc., etc. We found common ground. <laughs> Here we are. Now we start the romance. This uh, then <laughs> this then <laughs> turns into them starting to dance together again in the hotel lobby. But Danny, the boy she met from before, who she spoke to and just completely flat out ignored, has this murderous stare in oh, the background while he they're just met dancing. Her. I mean, they all just met each other That's and suddenly true. they're fucking dancing. But he has the face he makes is like. I'm going to kill you kind of legitimately like, and this is a PG film. Oh, is that why I like thing. him? Is he made of red flags? Did I actually find the red flag in the movie by accident? You almost <laughs> certainly. Um, he gets jealous and he goes to Ken and he goes, why don't you do your job? Dishwasher boy. <laughs> oh, oh, we're made for each other. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> because <laughs> he's head bellboy. And obviously the head bellboy has authority over the people in the fucking kitchen. Sure. Probably. Um, then he just tells him to go clean his ro- go clean rooms. Even though he's a dishwasher, he's a dishwasher. boy, I don't understand. <laughs> he can go go clean the hotel rooms, and he's like, "Yes, sir, I'll clean the rooms, sir. Sorry, sir." He goes in to clean the rooms where he meets Mister Sanders. Mister Sanders is David Winter's director, mm. writer, former uh. guy who was in West Side Story. He's now an old man. That is important for later. Um, <laughs> When he gets into the hotel room... Go on. Is he going to be like the fucking Mr. Miyagi of this shit? Oh, God, Andy, you know, you know it so well. But That's because he more loves to dance movies. Fuck there's you, Bennett. <laughs> there's more to it than that. Um, he goes... So Ken goes into Mr. Sanders' room, and when he goes in, Mr. Sanders is looking at a photograph. Uh-oh. Look at this photograph. Every time he used to make me laugh. And it's a picture of a man standing next to a helicopter. Doesn't make sense now, but it will later. I feel like there's a lot of sort of exposition that you're having to give us. Yeah. There's, you'll see. So there's reasons for it. There's a lot of stuff I didn't put in because it is just total bullshit. Like the ending, I I skipped 30 minutes because it's just bullshit. But either way, he... Is looking at a photograph. Ken walks in. He's like, I'm here to clean the room, sir. All this kind of stuff. Even though I'm a dishwasher. Jokingly, because Ken's such a playful guy, he calls him Pops. And Mr. Sanders does not take to this very no, well. He immediately goes into a rage and go, what do you call me? I'm not your father. I'm nobody's father. Not anymore. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's so, some PTSD shit right there. That sounds like he needs so, a little bit of help. Put the two and two together here. The photograph of the man standing next to the helicopter, him staring at it. I'm not your father. I'm not Pops. I'm not anymore. You're starting to get... It sounds like he's... uh, Yeah. What's she called? Jen? Have I made that name up? Yes. I think it's going to be her granddad. Is it Goose's dad? And he's... Goose is dead now, so he's sad. Oh, that's a good guess. Who the fuck is Goose? From uh, that plane movie. When Top Goose died. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. The only bit yeah, of Top yeah, Gun yeah, I've yeah. seen. Because uh, you made I'm me watch it. <laughs> I'm with you. 
So we go back to Jerry, Jerry, the dad, and he's very, very annoyed that Jennifer is hanging out with the dishwasher, Ken. He's so mad. <laughs> he kickboxes him to death. He's so mad that he's like, I want you to go on a date with Danny, the other guy who That's she doesn't really like that much that she kind of blanked and ignored. Like, he really wants her to go on that date. Um, so she gets to the point where she's like, she goes up to Danny and says, my dad's making me go out with you tonight. I don't really want to, but wow. I thought you should know before we actually go out. <laughs> He's trying to get Oof. you laid. That's the vibe. It gets a bit weirder. And then that is the vibe of, a, of the dad. He just seems to have, like, he really hates dishwasher boys. Mm. He's really against, I don't want you to go out with dishwasher boys. Well, that's boys. because he owns a hotel. You know, he doesn't care about the little But he's people. employed Ken. No, he, he hasn't employed Ken. Some fucking pleb oh. has employed Ken. He's Ken's employed the bellboys. because they're than the kitchen boy. Yeah, they're the ones that you see. The front of house. The bellboys. Yeah. That's why he wants Danny to That's why penetrate he's more attractive. his daughter. So he can oh. keep the uh, keep the bellboy spirit alive in the family forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're making the story itself. <laughs> um, Danny tries to connect with her, and Danny can also dance. Isn't that just a coincidence that it's Danny can also dance? Dancing hotel. So he just he pulls out a fucking hippity hop movement in front of her, and apparently that's meant to fucking impress her. Um, but she does a Shania Twain and just goes, "That don't impress me much." That was good. Uh, uh, that was good. And she uh, it really doesn't give a shit. But she's going to go on the date just so her dad gets off her back because her dad wants her to get laid by Danny. It's so, so yeah. weird. And how it's old so is she? Weird. She's twenty. I would oh, say okay. For some reason, I thought they were like. Teenage each other? They were like 15 oh, no, or 16. Pen, no. That's why. You've made it weird. I know. You've made it weirder than it actually is, and it's fucking weird. Well, usually that's your job. So. Jenny and Ken <laughs> go to the woods, and they have a very awkward, Press I really on. like you, I really like you too, slow kiss, and but they don't get to kiss because they're interrupted by Danny and a redhead and the redhead is the dance part of ken because they have a big competition this always ends in every single dance film they have a big competition coming up yeah. and the redhead is the partner of ken who's going to dance who also dances everyone fucking dances <laughs> but apparently the redhead is the official partner of ken to do the the, the, the fucking dance contest the way so your that, that, hands are moving to make that point there you were big fish little fish in it mate <laughs> i've just you learned were... some moves after watching this <laughs> <laughs> I've learned some hips and some hops during this film. <laughs> sure you didn't learn them from what's on the telly behind you? No. Is it the rabbit's fucking Don't talk stem? about that. <laughs> no, it's birds. <laughs> when you were talking about how she sort of looked past Danny, I, for maybe 30 seconds, was just too busy watching the birds behind you. <laughs> so because Ken has to get practicing with the redhead i don't know her name i'm sorry but because he has to get practicing with the redhead dancer this is when danny's like oh now's my chance to slip in with jennifer and and while while the cat's away the pigeons will play (laughs) 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 he looks like a pigeon right so So he he kind of thinks this is my moment while ken is like practicing for the big dance contest that happens at the end of the film maybe i can just get in there and stuff like that anyway jerry the dad turns up again and he's like hey jen have you banged my daughter yet 
Jen, just just out of nowhere, he's just like, Jen, I, I've got your I've got your dress. Maybe you can wear it tonight for Danny. Like what? he bought her, he buys her a dress to wear. For now, it's not maybe Danny's one th- from like a rich family, and because he no, hasn't got any. It's not. Oh, okay. It's it's literally because he hates dishwasher boys. That that's how simple <laughs> this plot is. He, he just hates dishwasher boys. He just loves the way that he carries suitcases to rooms, and he wants his grandson to have that same ability. That's why he's trying to get them to fuck. It's obvious. <laughs> he's, a a, he's a bit of a bell. And- oh, oh, very yes. good. You're on top form today, sir. You got to eat more roast beef more often. Yeah, It makes you fun to um, be around. <laughs> Maybe you should give some to Andy, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Does that mean I'm not fun to be around? Today you are. Oh. I didn't have roast beef. I had half a quiche and some yeah. potato salad. <laughs> anyway Jennifer then sees Ken and she decides to confess to Ken and say look my father is making me go out with Danny and I don't want to do it but I gotta do it and Ken gets pissed oh, he is what he's about to wash the dishes but he fucking walks out on the job and is like fuck you I'm getting out fuck of here fuck you and your dishes he He's so mad that she's just going on a date just to please her dad. Like, there's one part of oh, me Oh, she's mad thinking, at her, okay. not mad at the dad. No, he's mad at her. She, he is mad at her, not the it's, dad. It's oh, not no, her that's, fault. That's not her fault. And she yeah, didn't even have to tell him. I mean, that's a red flag, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a couple of red flags coming up. But yeah, he's so angry, guys. And this is... I really wish I could show you this, but I'm going to stick to podcast format and just describe. This is one of the greatest scenes I have ever seen in a dance film. He's so angry. Please act it out. I will. I'll try my <laughs> best. He's so angry that he walks home, right, in the night by himself. But as he's walking home, he dances angrily. <laughs> Dan, have you ever seen High School Musical 2? No. There's a scene where Troy gets very, very mad on a golf course and he sings and he dances on a golf course. And uh, for anyone else, that's what I'm imagining it oh, to no. be like. Okay. Is, is there Linkin Park themed ripoff music playing in the background as uh, that's happening? No, but it's angry high school musical music sung by Zac Efron. So similar. This it's the un- This sounds God. like it's got a flash dance vibe to it. It's I very flash dancing. Do, do I mean yeah. flash dance or do I mean footloose? I always get them mixed up. Do you mean footloose? Footloose. Yeah. No, not She's mad in flash dance because she doesn't get it. Does she? <laughs> I'm talking about Kevin. Kevin Bacon kicking his way through a fucking warehouse. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He's he's basically walking home. He kicks over like a bin, but does a twirl as he kicks the <laughs> bin over. He's like. One of the times, like one of the bits where he, um, uh, by the way, this is the first time a guitar comes in and tries to do the heavy metal <laughs> and to make it As angry, you said that, I imagined an actual guitar coming in and dancing with him. Mm. It, it's so, it's still, it's still that generic pop, but just with like a distorted guitar in it to make it seem ang- like more yeah. angry, but it still has that poppy vocals. And by the way, like I said before, Every song describes what's happening. I'm walking down the street. I'm no, real angry about what just happened. I'm falling to my feet. <laughs> How can you fall Hold onto that. your feet? I never understand. Oh, he does. That. He gets on his knees in a dance move, and that's when that cues 
Does he like comes slide across the, the floor like a kid at a school disco on their knees? Oh, the classic. The classic movie. He does a bit more. He, there's one bit where there's a bench, right? And there's two benches next to each other. One of the benches is one of those you see in parks where it's made out of wood, it's metal, it's kind of bolted to the ground, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he, he's walking up to the benches and he thinks something's going to happen. The other bench is like the plastic garden chair you have in the conservatory or even like at a festival when you want to just sit on like a very uh, lightweight Oh, so they needed two chair. benches. Which, yeah, but they're next to each other as if it was like, that's, that's normal. Where it is all, yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> one do you think there. he kicks? The plastic a, one. <laughs> the pl- <laughs> I hope it's the wooden one and he breaks his foot. <laughs> He kicks the plastic one, obviously, right across, and it just slides forever. That's how light it was. <laughs> it just keeps going forever. Um, so, yeah, the angry dancer is amazing. And um, at the same time, he ends it with a little, I don't know the term, but you know when you just keep twirling <laughs> try and Try and, and think of a name for the term, Dan. Yeah. The twirly twirl. The twirly twirl. twirl. He keeps twirling with his feet, one foot in the air kind of thing. This is how he expresses anger and stuff, whatever. And he's outside the hotel now. A pirouette, I imagine, because he is a ballet dancer. As, sure. Yeah. As he is twirling, we we hard kind of cut into like, a. does people kind of like when you when you crossfade into like another cut where his twirl matches something oh, very else good. in another scene? Yeah. It matches a helicopter rotary blade. <gasps> From the old man, Goose's dad. From, from the old man. And then a helicopter, that helicopter, where I don't know where it is, explodes. And oh. the old man wakes up. He's had oh. a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> oh his kid I died see. in a helicopter. <laughs> I see. He, um, he then sees Danny outside, uh, sorry, Ken outside, twirling. <laughs> he goes <laughs> to investigate. What? Is that he's why he doesn't like, like Ken? Because he looks at Ken and thinks of helicopter rotors. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just convenient when Ken started twirling that the helicopter dream ended dream. or nightmare mm. ended and he woke up, look out the window, he sees a guy twirling around. Went, <laughs> and oh, he goes, fuck me, there's another helicopter. <laughs> it's Vietnam. <laughs> he's like, you killed my son! So Mr. Sanders, the old guy, goes to see Ken. He's like, what are you doing? Why That's you not dancing. Is that what you call dancing? <laughs> oh my God, That's, is he going to show him? That's helicoptering. <laughs> That's that, a different you, you thing, You had it Andy. all wrong. Oh yeah, that's and, waving your knob around, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And Ken goes, but dancing's my life. What do you know about dancing? Oh, he's going to show him. Um, he's going to show him. And um, Mr. Sanders, with all the confidence in the world, goes, dancing. I'll show you dancing. Yes. And he, he, he puts does, on a VHS. <laughs> no. And it's footloose. He does, he does the most old man drunk at a wedding singing dance. Singing in the rain dance. It, it is like, Lima's laughing because she's seen it. <laughs> he does the most, you know, like the dads at wedding dances. Yeah. yeah? When yeah, like, yeah. they think they can dance to like fucking Evanescence or something. <laughs> 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 it's just, it's just, <laughs> oh, I want to see it. Wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such an old man dance, right? And he finishes it's like a, it's a short 10 second dance. He finishes it, and when he finishes it, he looks at his hands like, "Oh god, what have I done?" 
I danced and that helicopter exploded and it's all my fault. And I said I'd never dance again because I killed my son. This would be such a fucking twist if it turns out he's some sort of mental psychic, like a dance enthusiast murderer. (laughs) Like... Before, like Professor like, X. Yeah. Like, I, I would I would be all into this if the first half is like some shit dance film and then all of a sudden it clicks to it something changes. else because some old man with helicopter PTSD dances and it accidentally explodes some sort of vehicle. That would be so, good. Bearing in mind I'm what, gonna write this witnessed, <laughs> what we witnessed as layman's is just a very old man dancing Ken goes, wow, where'd she learn to dance like that? <laughs> Ken's easily uh, impressed, not like Jennifer. And, 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 and Mr. Sanders is so just disgusted with what he's just done what? that he just walks away. And, you, you saw nothing. You saw nothing, you hear? He walks makes it away. sound like he actually did helicopter with his knob out. Yeah. It, it, it makes him sound like he blew up that helicopter. <laughs> oh, that too. By dancing. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Yeah, so that is amazing, and uh, we're getting towards the end of the film. So oh, prepare your I never predictions to now. End. Oh, it's just fantastic! Only the best scripts on it's not the great scripts in the world. Trivia. So the date with Danny happens forcefully, obviously, because she doesn't want to. Oh, I don't like the way it. you said forcefully. Yeah, that, yeah. No, that they, made it weird. No, I know, oh, but it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> they go in a limo, and he tries to snog her, and she's like, "I don't think so," and walks out of the limo. Um... <laughs> Some excellent impressions. Shania Twain, that one, the Big Fish, Little Fish, Cardboard Boxing. That was great. Have you heard my impressions? I did an earlier episode where I brought my friends along. Yeah, and they were were dog shit. These are much more fun. Okay. Well, I can do Cali Girl. Roast beef is magical. Yeah. Yeah. I assume she uh, put crack on it instead of pepper. (laughs) (laughs) He's not denying it. That's the problem. So it turns out that the redhead girl who's the dance partner of Ken is also in love with Ken. So we got ourselves a big old fucking triangle, but like a more like a, a square. rectangle. Square, yeah. <laughs> I mm. guess. So yeah, now she also misses Ken because Ken's angry about something. She obviously doesn't know that ge- about the Jennifer Wouldn't thing. Wouldn't it be good if Ken was secretly in love with Danny or Jennifer's dad? Oh my God, that would be amazing. It is 2015. Yeah. It is 2015, Ken. It could be modern. It's quite modern, you know? Anyway. Uh, Jennifer's dad <laughs> returns, our favorite character. Jennifer's dad sees Danny, and he's like, Hi, Danny. How did the date go? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Maybe <laughs> Jennifer's <laughs> dad is in love with Ken, and that's why he doesn't want Jennifer to go out with him. Oh, man, that's a much better ending. Yeah. You have so many predictions. <laughs> I'm just going to be utter disappointment. <laughs> they um, should have called this dancing. It's in. Because it's all about penetration. <laughs> That's and <the> helicopters. <laughs> Dancing it. <laughs> um, he kind of goes to him, it didn't go very well. She doesn't even like me. Oh, fucking obvious. Captain Obvious, not Danny. Um, he, the dad says to Danny, just don't give up on <gasps> her, Danny. I'm no. counting on you to keep my daughter away from that dishwasher kid. Because I if you keep so up much. the good work... There might be a junior executive role for you at the end of this. What? What does a junior executive do in a hotel? He's gone from bellboy to junior executive. If he, if he dates his his boss's daughter, 
Like, that's the big thing. I don't even know what that job means in this context. Like, why does he want, like, serious? Why does he, I, I get he doesn't want, he doesn't, okay, maybe as he's, his thing about dishwasher boys, fine. But he's so eager. Narcissist. Oh. <laughs> to get his daughter with Danny, that is so creepy throughout the entire film. Like, it's really, really just uncomfortable to watch, but I digress. Um, Ken then finds a YouTube vid of Mr. Sanders, and very cleverly, Blowing it's a YouTube helicopter. vid of West Side Story, the actual film. I don't know if they got the copyright for this, because they should have asked. Oh, that is quite um, smart, though, to be fair. Yeah. It is. Fourth wall breaking wall. Um, and he's, um, he's like, whoa, that's amazing. Again, the dance is, v- I could do it. It's very that's amazing. Basic. He's clicking his fingers and moving his feet at the same time. It's- it's that whole, was it, that whole, like, you know, um, gangster, you know, yeah. old, old school gangster, like, yeah, that clicky kind of show, uh, shoe tapping shit, you know? It's not that impressive, right? <laughs> I want to hear you describe all dances. That was fantastic. Forever. Yeah, I knew it would be a struggle. Um, so Ken sees this and he's like, I want, and Andy predicted <laughs> right, I want Mr. Sanders to be my mentor to help me win the competition because I, he's such an amazing dancer from we'll the two dances I've seen him do. But he goes to see him on his yacht, which is a bit weird. He's and, got a fucking um, yacht now. Why is he in a hotel <laughs> then? Stay on the yacht. So, so Mr. Sanders lives in the hotel. He says, I've been, like, he says, I've lived in this hotel for a very long time, but he also has a yacht that's parked just outside the hotel. It's very weird, like, the accommodation that goes on in this film. It's not really explained the rent situation. Like, I know you mean, when you say it's parked outside the hotel, I know you mean in some sort of arena, like marina, rather than just on the street, but that's what I imagined. He just jumps on the boat on the street. Like in uh, Mary Poppins. Sure. He then, Ken finds out, he's looking at the photograph again, and, and Ken asks him about the photograph, and Mr. Sanders goes, that was my son. He died in a helicopter crash. Um, something about something about the reason he died was because I went dancing. <laughs> and it, it's, it's, thing. It's, it's because instead of running away, the kid tried to moonwalk and couldn't get away quick enough. <laughs> I think this is something stupid, like, if I hadn't gone out dancing, he wouldn't have got in that helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wouldn't have died which the he things are not he was he, he didn't pay attention to him when he was young and he focused on his dance so he's like career. fuck his you son, dad I'm getting a helicopter <laughs> his son went to the army died in a oh. helicopter crash and he, he he said to himself that he would never dance again because not- it killed his son so when he danced earlier and looked at his hands in horror he that was like was I've killed someone why. else's son I just don't know who <laughs> I have no control um, so, over my powers. I don't know who it will get but, next. <laughs> literally, in the in the next scene, he just becomes the mentor of Ken, uh, and that's it. That, and dances all the time. Yeah, and then, and then starts dancing. It's he's over it within like a second. Within a scene, within a horror wow. uh, cup. Well, I hope um, those dead children some, are worth it. Is there at least a mentoring montage? Yes, I'm okay. skipping over quite a lot. Um, there is quite a lot I have not put in, but there is there's your classical montage. There is your, you know, uh, there's that rocky kind of training session where they're mm. on the beach, like Amazing. trying to get better. And the like, and again, the music, it's just described walking down the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 
I'll be honest, in my head, it's got the montage music from um, Team America. Hmm. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, but it, like all the songs, just they literally, like there's one where she's looking out a window, it's like, I'm looking out a window. <laughs> like, it's just everything. <laughs> and I'm seeing some stuff. I see heart can over there. <laughs> Dancing with so, an old man. Something's not right Where's with Ken. Where's that helicopter coming from? <laughs> Sub, I'll get to yeah, Something's not right with Ken. Um, <laughs> he's unable to dance with the red-haired girl anymore. There's, there's, there's someone oh, missing like, in his life. He's got like you know? um, dancing dysfunction. Like he can't, he can't get it up for the red-haired fever girl. Of the bad side. Yeah, he can't, he can't get it up for the red-haired anymore because he's in love with Jennifer's dad. Or, or. <laughs> Or Jennifer. Mr. Well, no, Rogers or whatever he's called. Has just <laughs> taught him Sanders. Oh, sorry, sorry. The Colonel has either he's yeah. he's just taught him such an old fashioned style of dancing, he's missing gin- ginger Rogers. It's the wrong ginger. <laughs> or he's suddenly like, Fuck, these dance moves he taught me are shit. What am I gonna do? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I, he looks mistake. at his hands. What have I done? <laughs> He's pulling out fucking pirouettes and he's just clicking his fingers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'd, that'd be more realistic take of this, but yeah. Um, he needs someone with him. I think we can guess all who that is. But um, in order to give him a bit of motivation, one of the lines in this film that Mr. Sanders says to Ken, just, mo- just if, you were, if you were a dancer, I'm asking open questions to you. If you were a dancer and you heard these lines, I wonder if this would motivate you, right? He says to him, you can play baseball, you can play tennis, you can even play football, but you can't play dance. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) No. I'm not sure dance is the same sort of sport as that. Is it? It's not as I think he's trying to say that dancing takes another form that you just can't play it, but you don't play that, you you dance, but it's not, do dance. But it, it, <laughs> dance is, is uh, opinion-based, whereas the other things that he mentions have sure. definitive scores and definitive winners. And yes. rules. So, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically says to her, go find her. She's out there. Go find her, Ken. Go find her. And the redhead girl is totally fine with this. She's sort of just like, what? yeah, whatever. You, you. you would not well, be fine she's with sort it. Just, She's sort of just sick of him moping around, so she's just sort of like, go find her, fuck it. Yeah, like, fuck off. Go, go, go. How she gets with uh, Danny? Well, either way, I, it, it's no one cares. That's what happens. If um, now, if she gets with Danny, I wonder if Jerry is going to be like, ah, my new daughter. <laughs> Maybe he's like, fuck you. This is the daughter I always wanted. <laughs> the one who fucked Danny is the one that I want as a daughter. <laughs> Now, guys, I want you to prepare yourself for this next bit. So I'm going to play you one of the songs, the first, two, the first two lines of the song. Listen to the second line of the song. No bullshit. The, see if you can see, see if you can hear what is said. I'm going to pause it where it ends. Just imagine him running in the street towards the girl. And this song is playing, but listen out for the second line of the lyrics, okay? You ready? Mm-hmm. Sorry? 
I'm going. <laughs> did he say I'll even try being lesbian? Yep. That's what. Run, 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 just to prove I love you. I would even try <laughs> to be a lesbian. That can't be the words. Oh my god! What no. a plot twist. She's gay no. the whole time, and that's why he's Baron trying to set him up with Danny. <laughs> But bearing in mind, Danny's running towards Jennifer. <laughs> this makes no sense. Ken, Ken's, Ken's running towards her. So, sorry, yeah, Ken is running towards Jennifer, and that plays while he's running. And that line came up, and I was like, I, I, "Sorry, what?" That can't. Can you can you turn it up a little bit and do it again? Yeah, can we have the next line as well? The following line. Three. I mean, it's just generic shit, but okay. Three like, lines. Just, just, We'll decode it. You want three lines, Max? Okay, here we go. <laughs> That's why I'm running away. Oh no, they are the words. I'd sleep with a snake Generic in my bed. Shit. But she wouldn't, because she's a lesbian. Wait, I don't think I don't know what the, th- the I di- I just got to the lesbian thing. I stopped wow. and went, what? That is what she said. What? I thought maybe we would just yeah. But no, that's what she says. I don't huh. I don't know. I'm gonna you're gonna have to send me the link to this because I reckon I can decode it. I would I, I mean what I'm not saying I don't believe you. A, it's what runs of lesbian. That. I, I've listened to it many it's a hundred it can't be anything else. It's a hundred percent. Presbyterian? <laughs> Vegetarian? <laughs> I would even be a Presbyterian. I was trying to think of things that weren't wrong with lesbian. A no, vegetarian. It's, it's, it's lesbian. 100%, 100% it's lesbian. I have confirmed this with another person in the house. But that it doesn't... So she... I need to prove... She needs to prove to a boy that she loves him. And to prove that to no, him... it's Ken who's running. Oh, so Ken's running to her. Oh, he'd be a lesbian. Ken oh, that does make sense. Ken is running to Jennifer. That makes more that sense. And that song plays... How does that make sense? Well, I I think he means. I think he means I would even be a a girl and a lesbian to get near you rather than. Oh, and that makes sense. Well, no, it doesn't. But it makes more (laughs) sense than if it was her running to hit. Like, I mean, it doesn't make sense. But I think that's what they're trying to be is that I would be a girl. Like, they're like, I would be a girl for you, you, but also I love you, so I'd also have to be a lesbian. So, but we can only fit lesbian in the song. It's too much exposition in one line of a song. Why couldn't you just go, I would like walk a thousand thousand miles? I would would, um, cross glass on bare feet to find you, like all other things, but I would be lesbian. I'm sorry. Just, what what I, I like uh, is that it says yeah. they would be a lesbian to be with her, but they would also sleep with a snake. Yeah. So, that, that's the third line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What I don't... There you go. That's just some of the hits you can listen to on own... Uh, Dancing, it's on. Soundtrack out now. I'm going <laughs> to do a deep dive on this soundtrack and I'm going to break it down. Maybe Please next review. Can you write a review? review. I'll do a full <laughs> review for you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, you know the story. Ken and Jen get back together. Danny and the redhead team up and they fight them at the dance, fight them, dance them off. They dance them off? Dance them off. That they sounds a bit off. sexual. <laughs> they, they have a battle, Yu-Gi-Oh battle, Beyblade battle at the uh, dancing uh, contest. And of course, Ken and Jennifer win. 
Because um, of love and lesbianism. Because of love. Uh, Jennifer looks to the crowd, sees her dad back with mum, as Penny what? predicted Why? from earlier on. That doesn't... Yeah. Mum's run out of money, they that's had, what it is. They had no connection, no talking the entire scenes, film. nothing in the entire film, and they just suddenly were there. That was it. Yeah, she's out of money. And, and Ken and Jennifer fall in love. And that, my friends, is just another episode of the, This Is Not The Greatest Script In The World. This, this is, is a good feature, you know. The last one was good too. Script. He's done all right. This is a tribute. Script. In the world. Oh, this is a tribute. Which do you prefer, this one or Moveful? Or, uh, Which would this you watch? one by Which a fucking would you distance? This would you one? watch this Because I want to... Because yeah, he I loves break- dance movies. No, because I want to break down the soundtrack. The other one sounded I, wank. I, I so like I, your. <laughs> I can imagine your face when you start listening. Like the lyrics are just impeccable. <laughs> like this, along with the film, with what's going on, it's just like it's 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 genius. <laughs> it's it, it's not you know it's it's I, I don't know. I, I I there is a sequel to this. I think I might have to watch the second one. Not, not. I think you should find me the soundtrack, and I'll listen to the soundtrack and see if I can guess the story. (laughs) If it's it's similar, that's a good idea. I can't find the soundtrack for the first one, for this one. So we might struggle with the second Uh, one. But it might be terrible. Who knows? I will send you the film. (laughs) Excellent. You can watch the entire one minute thirty (laughs) of dancing. It's on. From 2015. And that's the end. That might be one of my favourite of your features lately, you know. It's a good one. The last one was fun too. You've made these terrible movies a lot of fun. I feel like I would have more fun. This was more fun than if I'd watched it. I'll be honest, like both this and Moonfall, they are terrible, but the whole, they're fucking watchable. Like they're just very watchable and, you know. I had to find something to replace Neil Breen, you know, terrible watchable films. um, And this is it. I think we should give the credit to ourselves, Pen, because I think we make these more <laughs> we fun make it than fun. they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think Whereas we make every film we talk about fucking clap to more you and fun. Up to you too. <laughs> the good films that I talk about, like Patchwork, are not fun to listen to because they're just a good film. I found that out the hard way whilst editing it. Oh, is that it? That's not out yet. Is that a bad... Is, is that your a... internal dialogue talking? And yeah. just like, fucking up. Oh, have you just told everyone that that episode's going to be... Or has it just come out? Is that today? Oh, it's just come out. People won't oh. hear this for another four Jesus weeks. Christ. It's so, I'm so it's warm. Just... My eyelids are damp. Yeah, mine too. It's very sweaty in here. Needs. Oh. We're all right, aren't we, Brody? It's because I'm still acclimatised to that Spanish weather. Dan's the one with the fucking aircon. Yeah, it hasn't been on for an hour. It's already fucking <laughs> roasting in here. All right, let's uh, get out of here so we can cool down. Penny, what's the social? You can find us. I don't know if you <gasps> can hear got... that very loud. Oh, we had to no, do it last I didn't week. Know... We had to do it no, last week. No, I didn't know oh. if you could hear that very loud twat on a motorbike doing donuts in the car park. So I stopped in case it's it didn't Ken. anything. He's going to find his love just to prove he's yeah. not a lesbian. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's a lesbian on a motorbike. What? Or is Jerry... Looking for another hot chick to set up with Danny. Sure. I don't know. It could just be kids but in the KFC car park. 
But you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod. KFC car parks are available. <laughs> and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photopit. Did you guys manage it last week? Just Yeah, counted it. You'll have to wait oh, nice. and listen. <laughs> I mean, you'll have to wait and listen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Oh, cat. I'll be honest. We, I mean, we say this all the time. I forgot seventy percent of last week, but I remember thirty. That's improvement, right? <laughs> I um. Andy doesn't remember anything. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Like I don't remember. We, we earlier today were like, "What episode are we recording? When was the oh, one?" Yeah, no, Shit, you were on it less than a week ago, and we had totally forgotten that a we'd recorded it together and B <laughs> that it was six days ago. <laughs> Life, eh? Parenthood. What a time to be alive, I guess. You can find me at Choices 21. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's at Dan talks a lot. <sighs> You've killed him. Next week. We'll back next week. We're, we're watching. If- yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Even though uh, I asked you yesterday. Bro- a, a a fan favorite me and Andy's let's see how Penn takes it yeah that'll I, be an interesting one I think I've already got my score confirmed in my head yeah I need to rewatch it again but yeah I think a general idea we watched is this, it like we watched a couple of weeks ago a couple Robocop ago. is it like Robocop yep no okay I this, haven't seen I think, it, I think this is going to be a real test for you oh no fuck off I'm not sure <laughs> content wise you'll be a big fan i think you might get bored but uh, visually like the cinematographer in you of which there is none it's beautiful Penny. the film is it? the film is student it? in you will be like this is fucking incredible oh there's a certain tippity tap to it you know mm. there's a certain je ne sais quoi to the future of judge jury and execution is this the one where he doesn't take his helmet off, or is this one Correct. where he does? This is this okay. is the comic accurate one where he doesn't take his helmet off. Okay, because he is. The I mean, one. that means nothing to I me anyway. One. But I wanted to, as opposed to Stallone, who decided to have his helmet oh. off for eighty percent of the film, <laughs> which is not for Sylvester. No, ruins everything. Anyway, see you next week. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. That was abrupt, wasn't it? Bye. I'm going to go watch Bluey. You ever watch Bluey? No, but I've heard it's really good. Ah, mate, it's amazing. Australian kids show. Best thing on TV these days. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) What?
outside the pool. Go get her.